0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Rowdy Radio. My name is Rick Butler, and I will be in the driver's seat with you um, for this next 30-45 uh, minutes or so. We have a uh, man. We we got some great stuff to talk about. Um, like always, I got, I got my boys riding riding in the car with me. Brady Isman, what up?
1: What up, Rick? And of to course, be a part?
0: and of course, my boy Kyle Jones is here. What is up, my friends? How are y'all doing today? And, uh, man, we're stoked. We're stoked because uh, there's a a new movie that just came out. And uh, if you know us, whenever there's a new movie, and whenever it's superhero and comic book related, we are all about that trash. Is that not right?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: What else do we do, man? That's what I'm saying. That's what what I'm saying. Literally nothing. So, uh... So today we will be uh we're going to be talking about the movie Logan. We're going to be talking about one of the I guess the um the most recent obviously installment of the of the X-Men universe, the Fox X-Men franchise. Um and Logan is a movie if you have not seen it yet, Logan is a movie that that details the the last um or you know Hugh Jackman came out and said um you know this is going to be his last movie. We're going to get into spoilers later, but um, so, so this was about Hugh Jackman's last ride as Wolverine, and I use a uh, last ride um, as as a pun intended because because you know without going to spoilers first, this movie is a very road trip esque movie, right? Would would you not say that? I would agree. Oh. Yes. And so, um, so. and so we're gonna be sitting here. We uh, we're excited to talk about this movie um but like i said we're gonna have spoilers uh coming up later in the show probably in about three to four minutes or so so if you haven't seen the movie go see the movie or pause the podcast right here in your itunes queue or sound soundcloud whatever you got going on uh pause pause the podcast right here go out and see the movie i don't care what time you're watching this go see the movie because i personally think it's phenomenal then come back and listen to us tell us what you agree with Tell us what you don't agree with. Be feel free to feel free to talk to any of us. Uh, we love it. Hit us up on the Rowdy Radio uh, Twitter page, Rowdy at Rowdy underscore radio. Uh, we love to have conversations there. Uh, but real quick, we're going to give our non spoiler take of the movie. Uh, just kind of like very, very, very broad. Just kind of what we thought about it. And then we will tell you when the spoilers are coming out. So who wants to go first? Who wants to who wants to kind of say just kind of their overall thoughts of the movie? Non spoiler, of course, yet.
2: Brady, he's your favorite superhero, man. You take Uh, this one first. He is my favorite superhero. I thought
1: like they couldn't have done this movie like any better. It it was so much more than a superhero movie. It was like a tribute. It didn't feel like a superhero movie. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't have any like big super like Magneto type villain or anything like that. It was just these two just beaten down superheroes that just like had one last fight left. Or like. One last fight left in them, you know, because yeah. they're just getting so old.
0: Really, even three, and, three beat down. One of them, one of them, we'll save, uh, we'll save into the spoiler section because yeah. I'm not sure he was yeah. uh, he was mentioned in the trailers or anything. But but really, you have you have these three yeah, kind of these three amigos, these three yeah. compadres, and they are just at right. the at the end of their lives. You know they have seen it all, they've right. been through it all, and it really is kind of pretty. I think you said it right. I think you said tribute. If I had one word for it, I would say I would say my word for the movie would be justice. Yeah, I would say that justice mm. is finally given in the best way possible to the character of Logan, aka Wolverine. I think Absolutely. this is what we've been waiting for. You know, I'm not saying that that all of the other movies were bad or or all the other movies didn't give him justice because, you know, I think we can all remember. You know. How crazy awesome Logan was in in those first two X Men movies, and and even you Absolutely. know the Wolverine and and yeah you know, maybe maybe one or two parts of of you know Origins was still great. Apocalypse but was Apocalypse cool. yeah Apocalypse he had his moment but uh but I think yeah. this really moved this movie really did it justice KJ
2: man I don't even know if I could say it any better um, one word I pick is legacy because this only. Is a tribute to him, but it carries it on as well. Um, and I'm sure that that has been understood mainly through, like, the trailer and everything. Um, but spoiler-free, man, I thought it was a phenomenal film. Outside of just being, like, a, su- a good superhero movie for a good superhero character for a really good superhero actor, this is just a quality film all around. Totally. Um, agree. Yeah, like, the story arc is great um you know if you're one thing i loved about it is like if you're a superhero nerd like us three then you loved all the little easter eggs but like if you don't know a whole lot, if you haven't even seen <laughs> any other movies this is still a, a movie in its own by itself yeah. um and it's a lot of fun to see how this carries on the x-men universe but this is if this is gonna be the first x-men movie you ever see man you are starting off like swinging for the fences Man, this is a good movie. I will tell you. Oh my God!
0: Right, all right. So, as we said earlier, if you have not seen the movie yet, pause it right here because from this point out, you have been warned. You have been warned for spoilers in the movie Logan. Um, And so, with that being said, guys, I think I think that this is the only proper way to start this. I would like to start with a moment of silence for Logan, aka the Wolverine. Guys, let's let's start at the beginning, right? Let's let's just start at the beginning of the movie and kind of work our way through. What? Actually, let's let's not do that, right? Let's let's not start. What was I'll I'll start with a question actually. I would say what was the what what was the part in the movie where you really kind of like knew that this would be different? Where you really kind of knew, like, man, this is a different kind of movie.
1: Hmm, that's a good question.
0: Um, I'll say, I'll say for me, when when I kind of realized it, and it was obviously very early in the film, but for me, when I when I saw that that like this was going to be a movie that was different kind of anything else, would be when they first. When we first are introduced back to Charles Xavier, you know, and we yeah. what, what was the other mutant's name, the the third one? I I'm Caliban. right? Caliban, Caliban yeah. right? And we and we see Caliban, and first off, you know, I don't know if you guys were kind of mind freaked out, but I was like, that is totally not the Caliban from X Men oh. Apocalypse. Like he lost oh, no. an and lost I, like his I am third. gonna
2: be completely honest. I whiffed so hard on that. I totally thought it was the same dude. <laughs> and then I looked at it later, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, was like, <laughs> no, it's crazy. Is
0: but but no, that
1: was that Charles was really not like a G though. Yeah, he did. He was he, like, "Don't go towards the light." Yeah, yeah. like that was crazy. That
0: was so sick. But but that was really the oh, kind of thought—the the moment where it was such a different side of Charles. You know, oh, okay. when we first when we first oh, yeah, introduced is, Charles, he seems like I've a like a mental oh, health man. patient. You know, he's like rambling about all this different stuff. And you know we're we're not sure what he's talking about. You know it's 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 not the Charles that we've ever seen before, because oh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. The last time we saw Charles was in Days of Future Past, correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Patrick, Stewart, Charles, yes. Patrick Stewart Charles. Yeah. Patrick Stewart
0: Charles. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. And and the interesting thing about this movie is it's only six years after. You remember at the end of Days of Future Past when um, you know when, when Logan wakes up and Charles is like I've been waiting for this date for a very long time or something like that. This movie only yeah. takes place six years after that, so it's, it's just—it's really, crazy. Really, yeah. yeah, in the movie universe, it's only six years, so it's Is really it? crazy how how much they've they've progressed. And, and I think that that also kind of stands to the testament of, you know, we learn about what was it the Westchester incident, where Charles yeah. killed all the X Men and and all these random civilians and stuff. Right, and it really makes you. You know, we never see that event, but you really get the importance of that event because you really see how much it shakes up Charles and how much it shakes up Logan. And you can tell that, like, how revolutionary, you know, of an event that had to be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd
2: say for me, (laughs) the moment that I knew this movie was going to be completely different, um, not in, like, the story aspect, but, like, literally opening scene, he's asleep in his limo. Uh And people are trying to take his, his uh his limo and he just like kind of stumbles out. You see like his feet hit the ground and I'm like, oh dude, this is this is old man Logan. This is yeah. not yeah. Wolverine we have seen before, and he stumbles out. I mean you hear you he, hear
0: F bombs being dropped right away. Oh my god, yes. And then it like,
2: was crazy. And dude, I freaking died at the part whenever he like was getting jumped and then they all shot him or something, and then he stood back up and he got his clothes on oh, yeah. like one of them was like shorter than the other and he was just like looking at it and like had to take a second look <laughs> at how he had like a little nub for one of them. Yeah. But like oh. just the way we saw him, like, uh, just go after those dudes. Cause like we got a little hint of it in apocalypse, but like, I think they even exceeded it. Like the sheer brutality of Wolverine's actual powers. Cause yeah. I think that's yeah. something that was a little like, uh, masked in all of the other X-Men movies is how brutal of a, power he has to where he is made to literally just be an animal and shred people to pieces Um,
0: absolutely but I think yeah and I
2: think like I think that the violence and the f-bombs and like all of that comes from the success of Deadpool uh, just it because, has to absolutely like, yeah I mean because Fox has never done anything like that until they had Deadpool come out and then they X-Men Apocalypse came what three months later and they already put that in yeah. yeah. Even Batman versus Superman, which came out like a month later, considered making the movie R and like handing out an R rating because of Deadpool. Yeah. And like huh. I you mean, know, Fox I just,
0: has just Fox has been so good with it. They, oh, they yeah. Have, yeah. I think and and you know, we'll get back to the movie in a sec, but I think what Fox is showing is that, you know, if you look at the last like you know, the last few movies, right? obviously we can say that Deadpool and Logan have been the best and, and we can argue which, which one was better for days. But I think that, I think what, what we've learned from this is that what Fox does best with the X-Men universe is small movies that are, that are very character centric. You know, mm-hmm. we learned, I, uh, you know, in Deadpool, you know, Colossus and Negasonic and, and uh, you know, what was his girlfriend's name? Um, Vanessa, Vanessa. That yeah. was it. And, and even Wade himself, and we learned so much about all these characters, and I love, love, love what Deadpool did with that. I thought the mm-hmm. character progression in this movie uh, – because I, I, that's what I want to talk about next. I want to talk about the characters because you have characters like you – know, you obviously have Logan. You have Charles. You have um, Cal- Caliban. Caliban. Um, you have uh, um, the main bad guy with the Reavers behind him. Um, and all of right. course you had X-23. So so let's let's, so let's, let's let's talk about X twenty three, Brady Buddy, what do you what'd you think about X twenty three? Uh, Laura, Laura and Logan. She
1: she was a total just ba like totally. to the max. Totally. The fact that she had like that like typical like one claw like out of the foot yeah. and like just came around and took that dude's head off like that was just beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I loved X twenty three in this movie. I hope they go further with that character, though. Like, I would love to see even the actress. She was yeah. phenomenal,
0: and I, I want to get into that before we go. Um, what what we want out of the out of the you know the the next progression from Fox, um, Kyle? What did you think about about Laura?
2: Man, I thought she was a freaking boss. I think, um, for portraying like a seven year old, I think that actress did great um i'm very excited to see her return and i think that the mantle has been passed on to no one better um to someone who could like take this very well um and understand that like they are going to be the leading character now Mm um but man i thought x23 was awesome um in the sense of how much of a conundrum she is like the same as wolverine not in a sense of like not knowing his past, but more of just like a what was I made to be type of thing. And like, because f- like she's technically a clone, like she's not a human, like she was just made like, to be a clone, essentially. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think do they did they use surrogate mothers or yeah. do they just breed uh, yes, so. yes, they they, they definitely did? use surrogate mothers, yeah. Okay, so then uh, X24 is the technically the clone oh, that. And yeah, that but, uh, was cr- – we got to oh, get to yeah. that in a minute because oh that was gosh. one of the
0: wildest movie but moments I've ever seen.
2: X-23 herself I think is very badass. And, and I, I think we're going to be getting to see like – you because know, I think that's a thing that I missed in this movie was we only got really one scene of Wolverine just going at it. And like that honestly was one of my favorite scenes in that movie is whenever um, – You know, he, like, injects himself with that serum to, like, give make him, like, basically invincible for about five minutes. And you just, like, I mean, it's like the scene that we sent in our little group text where, like, you see him running. And, like, he's just, like, you just hear him, like, huffing and puffing. And I'm, like, dude, he is going to destroy. He does this
1: jump and he's, like, absolutely
0: destroyed. And he
2: did. Oh and then like and him the and x 20 fighting together was so
0: yeah and they shaved Yeah him they shaved face. him to That's the classic. to the old Wolverine. Like okay. that
2: was just a typical Wolverine scene. Another thing that I thought was really interesting was the fact that they had X-Men comics. Yeah. In yeah X-Men.
0: so so they they that commented is- on that and so so I think what the whole deal was that is is that those aren't real comics uh first and foremost um there's no comic that, you know, there's no X-Men comic that's like, hey, you know, here's Eden. Eden is a safe haven. Um, there's none of that, but they did they did get a guy, and, I, and the name is, I'm blanking from the name right now, but he's one of the most famous X-Men writers ever, um, and, uh, you know, artists. He's one of the most famous X-Men artists ever, and they got him to come in and, like, do those, you know, specifically drawn-for-the-movie um, covers, and I really think that's cool. I mean, that is yeah, one of those cool. meta things I've ever seen. I never thought uh-huh. they would bring out comics like that. Never. No. I mean, that... like the
2: closest. Yeah, the closest reference you get to comics is Stan Lee and all the Marvel movies. Which I just realized Stan Lee wasn't in Logan. He was.
0: Yeah. He yeah. had yeah, he was no appearance. In. He was. Um. He was actually. He was filmed, but uh, James Mangold, the director, took him out because he just he what? didn't think it fit.
1: Really, yeah, I, I don't see how that could fit, though. Honestly,
0: yeah, that's just like that movie
2: has too serious of a tone to be able. Yeah, to, to say oh, like all right. of Stan Lee's, all of Stanley's like cameos are supposed to add humor, right. but like the only funny part I thought in that movie was like the little claw thing. But the part that I was really laughing at was like right after, uh, um, Professor X they they bury Charles, uh-huh. and then uh, they go to that his car. Yeah, and like they go to the clinic uh, and then get him there, and then they come out and then she starts talking and he goes, "You can talk." and, yeah. then, like, uh, scene,
0: and she just goes but, like, off just on speaks,
2: him. She like hits him and like he's just yelling, <laughs> and he's just screaming like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut, up, shut the, up!" They have they have no idea what each other's saying. Really? Oh my god! And, and then she just like hits him in the face and he goes. Don't hit me in the face! Like, yeah, uh, like yeah. That she scene, socked like, him. She easily that was socked so him. So funny because like she's literally him. Yep. Yeah. Like she's just that's like a seven-year-old tantrum of Wolverine. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, and I think that you and know like, that also, you know who 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 here knew that the Deadpool trailer was coming before the movie. I did. Oh, did, did anybody know? Dude,
2: I saw. I saw I it before, know. but I didn't know. Like I didn't connect that it came. Like because I, I saw the day. I saw it Friday. So the day it released, I went and saw Logan on Saturday. Yeah. So, like, I saw the trailer before and was like, oh, and then I saw uh, in the background of that trailer, I was like, oh, that's a cool little Easter egg. And then I went to see Logan. They went through all the trailers, did a little thing, and then played the Deadpool thing. And I was like, oh, my God. I
0: was like, that makes Uh, so much sense. Yeah. And, And the thing, you know, just like your point to Stan Lee. You know I very much understand why you know that wasn't at the end. that would have made no sense at all. You know you right. just had one of the most emotional mo- one of the most emotional moments in comic book movie history. yeah, you can't follow that up with Deadpool I mean as much as I love Deadpool, and I think that's the other thing. I'm thrilled that Deadpool was not in the movie because there was a lot of talk of you know he might be you know maybe a cameo here, maybe a cameo there. I love Deadpool just as much as the next person, but I'm thrilled he was not in the movie. I really am. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 I, it wouldn't yeah. have made sense to put him in the movie. It would have thrown off the tone. And I just, I, I think it was a good idea that they kept it out. And also that they put the Deadpool trailer at the beginning of the movie. So here's, here's a question to y'all. Before, what, sorry. I, oh, go for sorry, it. Sorry, I'm totally interrupting. Um, before we move on past
2: Deadpool, I just want to say that I have heard a little rumor. I heard it from my roommate, Will, actually. He is the biggest Deadpool fan you will ever meet. Um, like, the hype that was building up for Star Wars 7 was the equivalent for him to Deadpool. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But, uh, <laughs> so he told me that there actually, like, are rumors going around that they're thinking about casting Hugh Jackman in Deadpool as Hugh Jackman and, like, no having way. little cameos of Ryan Reynolds. Incredible. Or, like, Ryan Reynolds going and being, like, Dude, you're Wolverine, and then he's like, and like talking in an Australian accent. He's like, "No, I'm not." And like, like that would be awesome. that he is Wolverine. And I, like, I bet that just, happens. I bet. it Like, happens. if they give him
0: like one or two scenes, I think that would be perfect. That'd be beautiful. I do. And breaking news that came from today is that Deadpool announced that they um they cast the Domino, Domino. character, which yeah. is huge. I think Domino, Domino Cable, Cable, and Deadpool are gonna be a treat to see. Oh, absolutely. Uh, whenever that movie comes out, but. Let me ask you guys a question. What was your – hmm? do we want to go – what was your favorite part or most surprising part? Mm, I would – I like to
2: go most surprising. Ooh, okay. Wait, but well, you each – just <laughs> go. Oh, that's
0: perfect. Brady, give your favorite part. Kyle, give your most surprising part. I'll okay, give, okay. I'll give a little bit to each.
1: My favorite part was easily, like without a doubt, when he whipped out the bottle – and the syringe and just injecting himself, no, me, wait, ham in the woods and sliced <laughs> I everyone up. I was like,
0: "Let's go!" It felt like he was injecting himself with like Hulk's gamma radiated blood, yeah. and he like Hulked out, oh yeah. And, like. yeah,
2: and when he jumped up, he was like, "Ah, ah!" And I know. And dude,
0: the thing I love, the
2: thing I love most about that, like that's my favorite scene too. So that's gonna be my exact favorite answer. Absolutely. Uh, but like the thing I loved about that was, like, him running. Like, uh, just, he was just running to get there to, like, save all those little kids. Right. Um, And, you know, I think the part that, like, gave me the most chills is, like, hearing him just running and go, like,
0: and, like, I'm like, dude, that is the Hulk coming. (laughs) He sounded like a true and true animal.
2: I know. And and that's what Wolverine Wolverine is at
0: at its very base. You know, he is... He really is an animal, especially when he gets mad. For me, okay. I would say my most surprising part, and I and I only say this because I I went into the movie with the assumption that they would kill you know, the Wolverine off. So when he died, you know, I wasn't surprised. And also, you could tell that they were building up to it. I think my most surprising part was the entire farm, kind of part. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, dude, that, when they killed, that was my surprise. My surprise oh part my is like God. whenever when they, they, killed,
2: they had the silhouette of like whenever Charles was talking to X twenty four, I knew so, it wasn't Logan. I, was I like, d- I something. No, I had no idea. Something wrong. You, you thought it was him? I, I, I didn't know. I just, I didn't, I had, 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 I just, I didn't I assume, assume it wasn't like, personally. I was like, oh my gosh, man! I was like, there's something wrong about this. And then you'd see the, like, the little, like, blades, like, the shank whenever he goes to kill Charles. And I'm like, no. There's no way Wolverine just killed him. And then you rolled over and you see, like, a more shaved head and, like, smaller beard and, like, younger-looking Logan. And I was like, no, like, no effing way, man. Like, there's no way.
0: I I really, Charles' death came, you know, Wolverine's death, you could tell, like, oh, man, like, he's, he's about to die. Like, this is it. But... Charles was telling like this beautiful story. I can't, I can't remember for the life of me what it was. But he was telling this like beautiful story, or maybe, it, no, it wasn't. A, but it, he was telling about was about, about the, the Westchester incident. incident. Yeah. And and maybe beautiful is not the right word. Maybe more emotional. <laughs> but you could tell he was getting emotional into it, and like you were, like you were it. starting, to, like as a viewer, like you were starting to get emotional into it, and you just see him die, and it was like. <gasps> I know, dude, the part that, like,
2: the part that made me so sad was, like, whenever Logan went to pick him up, and he was like, it wasn't me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God.
0: Wow. I I mean, it it really, okay, so let's talk about X-24, right? Who saw X-24 coming? I I did not. I I saw
2: X-24 coming
0: whenever they, like, hinted
2: at it, like, they found a way to, like, because they, they said like they tried it with kids and like they just had a lot of problems with oh. the kids obviously, and then they I were like up on hinting that. that they were trying to do adults and like they had like the arm in the little case and like yeah. the leg, and I was like okay they're working on like adult size clones, but dude the like how fast
0: he showed up I did not mm. expect at all, because they kept talking about like how because they said they had X twenty four correct they just didn't say what it was and they said they they yeah. had like this new super weapon and I had no idea what it was. I was thinking maybe it's just another mutant or something. But an but an adult clone of Wolverine was crazy. It was absolutely mm-hmm. wild and, and it was I really thought it was so enjoyable to see that. It was fun also, to see, you know, that last kind of challenge that that Wolverine had to face and I loved I loved the symbolism that it was because you know it because the last thing he said, right? He said don't be what they made you, right? And I felt like that 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 last hurdle that Wolverine climbed to kill X twenty four was killing the the bad memories of his life. Remember because he kept talking about the movie, he was like, I've been like I'm a murderer. Like that's something that like you had to live you have to live with. Like I'm a killer. You know, I have this incredibly messed up, screwed up past, you know, and maybe I like maybe I'm not good enough for it anymore. Um, and so him him killing X twenty four at the end was was very symbolic for me of you know wolverine's past you know him overcoming his past you know him truly being you know not what they made him to be because what they made him to be was mm-hmm. x-24 straight a up super you know yeah. a, a super weapon a killer somebody with no emotions more animal than man and he he was able to overcome that and i really thought that was an incredible incredible way to show that um
2: yeah and like and-
0: Sorry, Brady. What were you gonna say?
1: Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, and did you also catch that that was like Stryker's son? That's what they were like, hinting yes, it. because yeah. he was like, yeah, your dad's the one that put this in me,
2: oh. and he, like went into his claws. Yeah, which the one thing. Kind of that, a different name, but yeah, and like the one thing about that scene that I liked, um, or like guess that like ending scene, um, I liked how they showed the true desperation of the scene and like of the survival like the whole movie logan would say i hate guns i don't like them and he used one to kill a person because he could yeah. not do it himself anymore and i think that is like a really cool like underlying tone Dang. of i never how, even thought of that yeah like how desperate he really was to make sure that the end like even knowing that like he was in no condition to fight x24 like x24 was made to be like logan in his prime and this is literally like logan (laughs) like years past it. so like he knew like he knew like that like this fight is going to kill him and like he just told him to run because he could not hold that off much longer and then
0: so that that brings me to my really i i didn't have a lot of complaints with the movie uh personally i thought there was a few plot holes that didn't make sense the one thing I didn't love about it was I thought they kind of took a cheap way out in how they killed all the mutants and just kind of said, like, this program... And you guys may totally disagree. Um, but how it just said, like, this this government, you know, or whatever, the Weapon X program, like, I think their reasoning was, like, they put they put, like, this chemical or this substance into all, like, foods and, like, daily products that people use. They said they put in, like maybe, like, toothbrushes and, like, apples and foods and, and stuff like that, and, like, that killed off the mutant gene. And I think that's cool, and I obviously think, like, that had to, um, you know, that had to, you know, it had to be a plot point of the story is that there's no more mutants. Um, for me, though, I, I would say that's probably my one only disappointment with the movie. I just kind of thought that was a cheap way out. But then again, you know, I have to understand that it, it was already, like, a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. You know they they didn't have a lot of time for you know for much other stuff, Um but I I love the way that the whole Weapon X program you know and with the kids I I love the way the kids were were put in the movie I love how it was just them at the end how they were eaten how they kept trying you know because the Laura and her you know the the caretaker of her at the beginning of the movie kept saying like hey like. I know this place isn't real, but, like, we need to get her here. Like, we need to get her. And Logan was just like, this is fake. Like, this is stupid. But then it ended up being the being the resistance, you know, being where those kids all met up, um, which I think was really cool. Also, my other complaint was that I'm pretty sure Laura, like the, the seven-year-old girl, drove them. From like from like Colorado up to North Carolina, while Wolverine was passed out, I just thought that was funny. That was just funny, funny, (laughs) kind of funny to skip over. Um, One thing, sorry, a couple
2: thoughts I had. Um, One thing that just crossed my mind whenever you were talking about like how they just started wiping out the mutants by like killing the mutant gene, it just made me think of how uh, even though Xavier seemed like super crazy and everything, um, he's still like. (laughs) understood more the situation than Logan yeah. did. Yeah. And, like, how true is that to, like, all of the X-Men movies, how Logan is just, like, pretty clueless a lot of the time, but he just kind of, like, rolls with it because he has no other choice. Right. Um, but a complaint, not, like, a big complaint for me, because it was a very, very emotional scene, but, like, the way Wolverine died in the comics was so much cooler than in this movie. Yeah. Um, because, like, we've seen him take like and granted like you know his healing factor is like basically nothing at this point because the adamantium has like slowly poisoned his body uh-huh and everything but it's like you know we've seen wolverine uh get like take like literally a nuke in the wolverine and heal from that granted like you know he was still in his prime at that point but you know uh, he, he did just, like, he took
0: a nuke
2: yeah he took he literally took a nuke that's crazy. Um, And healed from that, but like, it's not a really big complaint because like, for any normal human, yes, that would kill you. Like, yeah, no question about it. I don't I'd know. Speak for, Speak for yourself. Speak
0: for yourself. Speak for yourself. I
2: just, I'd walk that one off and it, just throw some dirt on it, and I'm good to go.
0: I mean, that's uh, just that's a that's an easy care now appointment, and and we're good to go the next day.
2: Yeah, but like, yeah, and yeah. It's the thing though is like, I can't think of a better way that they could have done it without, like... Because, like, in the end, like, this is a tribute to the old man comics, but, like, this is its own movie at the same time. Yeah. So, like, I can't personally think of another way how they could have made it better uh, because it was more of, like, a sacrifice, like, Mm. of what he did. Um, And that's why, like, I can be okay with it. Because, like, you know, taking the tree trunk and, like, basically just getting brutalized by X-24, like, you know, I'm okay with that because... You know, like, I accept the fact that this is Wolverine way past his prime. And, like, you know, we've seen him take worse worse injuries, but, like, you know, like, he's essentially, like, his healing factor is nothing at this point.
0: And isn't that also just kind of, like, what comic books are, you know, essentially? You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, like, you know, you think about the next Avengers movie, right? Obviously, they're going to beat Thanos. And then it's like... Well, if the Avengers are beating Thanos, like how are they losing to anyone else? You know, but obviously no. it, it has to happen for the story. Um, okay, so we we we're, we don't have a ton of time left on the podcast, but there's two more things I want to get to. Um, okay, one, uh, kind of what we're talking about now, uh, the the um, the death of Wolverine, because that was the biggest thing um, in the movie. Um, Brady, I want to hear your take on it because. You know you are a very diehard Wolverine fan, and so this is yeah. the, I I'd, I'd want to get your take, and then I want to wrap it up with, um, and then I want to wrap it up with where we think that the the X Men franchise can go from here, um, yeah. and maybe even sprinkle in some of our all time favorite Wolverine moments. We'll say that we'll we'll say Logan, and then we'll say Future, and then we'll all give like our our very favorite. You know, maybe one or two Wolverine moments ever, and we'll say excluding Logan, we'll say previous. But Brady, tell me, tell me about the death. What, what did you, what did did you think it was a great way? You know, maybe. Okay, here's Brady. Have you seen Twenty Four all the way through?
1: No, I haven't. Okay, so
0: so an interesting part. So before the movie, I thought they were either going to kill him, or it was going to be one of those things where just like they left him like peacefully. You know, like maybe, like in the mm-hmm. woods somewhere. You know, just for him to like live out all his days. Um, right. But obviously, you know, that's not the route they went. They went with a very <laughs> emotional death scene. So, Brady, what did you? Th- what What were your emotions as you watched that for the first time? It was
1: like I knew it was coming, but to actually see it happen, it was soul crushing. And when he said, "So this is what he feels like," <laughs> referring back to what Charles was telling him earlier, like. See this, this is what it feels like to have a family. Because he loved his daughter that he knew for such a short amount of time. And then he just died. Like, he didn't get to know her. He didn't get to journey with her. Like, it was, I was in tears at that point. I was like, that was so beautifully done, but broke my heart into a million pieces at the same time.
0: How great was when, you know, they buried him in all the rocks and Laura took the cross. Oh my gosh. I saluted like I was like. And it it took me a second to realize what it was too. I was like I was like, why she took Oh my God, she made an X. Yes. And I was I was like I had McKinley with me and I was like I was like nah. I was like hitting McKinley and I was like I was like they're doing it they're doing it. And I was just so super Superhero landing. superhero landing it was exactly like that. Um, yeah. So no, but bad, Brady. Brady, Brady I, I think you're right. It was it was soul crushing, but it was also. I think I walked out of the movie. I was happy for Logan because I do yeah. think that that was the death that he deserved. And you he know?
1: honestly wanted to die for the longest time. Like yeah. he was done. He had the, he just, had the bullet with him, and that was
0: a huge. Yeah. That was a huge part. Originally, I thought they just had the bullet in the movie just to show that, like, like you said, just that he wanted to die you know he right. was ready and even um especially with Charles even dead, Charles like, said said that he told yeah. Laura he was like he was cause ready Laura to said die. he was she, she said Charles told me you you want to die but not to let you and then, yeah. and I love how that that changed into the adamantium bullet that 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 adamantium bullet killed the old version of Logan yeah. I mean it, that was it crazy. flowed together so well that just like we were talking about earlier that that old version of Logan is no more. The bullet yeah. is what killed him, and now he gets to die. It, it's kind of like Jesus, right? I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I selfishly throw this, you know, Jesus plug in here. Um, yeah. But it really is. Wait, wait. I, I was going somewhere with that. I okay. was going somewhere.
2: While you gather your thoughts. Okay. I just made that connection in my head, so that's why I freaked out silently a second ago. Um, But Rick just nailed it on the spot. Like, you know, it's like we had to see Logan... Like, if X-24 did not live, or if X-24 lived and Logan died, the legacy that would be carried on would be seeing Logan's brutal monster beast side through X-24 carrying out killing. But instead, we literally saw, like, Logan... Like had to put to death his old self, mm. so like he had to kill that part of himself for him to know what it feels like to live. Right, right yeah. before he died,
0: yeah,
2: um, and that's why it was a cool connection. Is because that's how he got that piece was knowing that like, like, ph- like in a literal physical sense, we saw like the old Logan, like the old like not like old man Logan, but like the Logan's younger Logan. Face. Yeah, like X twenty four died. And then we saw, we saw Wolverine, just like accept death, but like happily. You
0: yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Um, guys, anything else? Uh, about um, you know, just kind of last minute thoughts. Uh, you know, before we talk about the the future of the franchise.
2: Um, I thought it was interesting at the very beginning of the movie when they first got to Mexico and Caliban was like. Like, I think the random, like, drop of Caliban in that movie was very interesting. Because I think that's kind of a character that, like... They didn't have to use him. I know. And, like, he got dropped in, like, just a year ago. Not even a year ago. Ten months ago. um, In X-Men Apocalypse. And, like, you know, I actually heard that, like, the studio didn't know that they were using that character in both movies. So that's why there were two different actors. But Hmm. I think Caliban was a really cool and overlooked character. Because, like, he basically gave his life to helping Charles, too. Um, But that's, you know, that's, like, a whole different topic. I just think the way he died, like we said earlier, was really cool. How he didn't crack. Um, And, you know, I just think it was really cool how Caliban also was able to point out how uh, Wolverine was just kind of, like, slowly deteriorating. Like in the, yeah, in the part where, like, he's talking about how, like, he just drinks all the time. He doesn't talk to anyone anymore. He, um, basically becomes a hermit. Yeah. And, like, he can't, like, at the point where, like, Wolverine can't even read. Like, he didn't Mm -hmm. know that the little bottle said ibuprofen and not the pills that he needed, you know? Yeah. Uh, But I think Caliban was a really cool character in the sense of, like, we got to see enough character development in him to, be able to die for those people like you know like we did not see we we did not see multiple movies of caliban and wolverine and charles all together we just saw wolverine and charles and no caliban but like we got to see enough in that scene where he like got the grenades and died for them um to see that like there was a certain level of commitment and a certain level of devotion to both of those characters because they've yeah. gone through a lot together, right after the incident, like exactly, yes, I
0: would they say bonded so quick. I would say for me, uh, you know, just my final thoughts in the movie, um, is I just love, you know, I hate, I hate to say this again and reiterate it, but I really just loved how unexpected things were. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the fact that it was a road trip movie about three, two old guys and a, and a seven year old girl. which sounds
2: really bad if you think about it like (laughs) like have you guys
0: seen those like twitter things that are like a movie
2: plot explained poorly and it would be like two old like old aged men go on a road trip with a seven-year-old girl (laughs) five-year-old girl yeah to to flee the country to flee the Um, country running away from the government (laughs) yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it is
0: um Even though the the old man Logan uh, story was also a road trip, which is phenomenal, the comic series, if you want to go check it out, um, but the road trip aspect of it was incredible. The places they went, I don't, I was not expecting, you know, a casino hotel. I was not expecting, you know, this this forest and, and this this park area at the very end. I was not expecting Mexico. You know, there was just so much unexpected stuff that was incredible. Um, I did not expect. I did not expect Caliban. I did not expect Charles Xavier to be so out of it. I did not expect X-24. I did not expect so much stuff. And it wasn't like, you know, things came up and and they didn't even work out. It was these things came unexpectedly and delivered. Um, So I think that would be my, my final thought of the movie It's just the progression of the movie made sense. It flowed so well and each character truly got an incredible arc. Um, you know, and, Logan's art yeah. coming to an end and, and Charles art coming to an end and, and you know, even X twenty three seeing her seeing her talk at the end I, I thought was a huge moment. Yeah.
2: And I think that's one thing that I didn't even think about until like looking back at it. But like you know how
0: in the Vegas casino hotel? Yeah. Um which was maybe my favorite part personally. I just really, I love that, that awesome. scene. When when he was fighting and clawing his way through the through the hotel room you know like the walls i thought those those were incredible parts but sorry keep going um
2: i i really liked how uh you know charles and x-23 Lara were watching like that old western movie and the scene where the older cowboy is talking to the younger cowboy and like saying all those words i don't like, I don't even remember what movie that is. Um, that's, you know, I'm an uncultured swine or whatever you want to think of me. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like that That was the, like, speech she used at the end of,
0: yeah.
2: at, like, at Logan's, like, funeral, I guess, is, like, yeah. kind of like the passing on or, like, the, like, salutation
0: of this older, wiser, like, I wouldn't say wiser here, here's, this is the most incredible thing you'll ever hear. So this is, this is an article that I, I'm going to read directly from this article that's from, um, it looks like, Geek, Geek and Gladiators. Just hear me out real quick. This is actually going to blow your mind. This is the most... I said that the comic books were the most meta thing ever. This could be the most meta thing ever. The film is called Shane, an old Western classic released in 1953. Now, see if you can tell the similarities... ...to another movie that we may have been talking about recently. Well, the, they're both uh, named after the name character. The film, already the film stars yeah. a character named Shane, a skilled gunfighter with a bloody and violent past... ...who finds his way to a valley in Wyoming sometime after the American Civil War. There, Shane befriends a small boy named Joey as well as his whole family. Over dinner, Shane eventually learns that the family, along with other settlers in the valley... ...are being threatened and bullied bullied by a ruthless cattle baron and his henchmen. It now falls upon Shane to stand up for them despite wanting to leave his his life of violence behind. It's literally the movie Logan. And they put Jeez. it inside the movie Logan. That's, That's crazy! crazy. Dude, that, I,
2: wonder why that they, I wonder why they picked that movie to model it after then. Yeah. Was,
0: you know, was really cool. significant I want to go that. back and watch that movie. I want to go watch Shane? that Shane movie or watch lo- yeah. Shane. It just seems cool, but Brady, last last final thoughts about uh, the movie Logan.
1: Again, beautiful tribute to the character Wolverine and to Hugh Jackman yeah. as a guy that plays the so same character back. seventeen years. Like he deva- devoted a lot of time into those movies. It was his
0: first ever American movie role.
1: I didn't know that. That's that's crazy, dude.
0: That's what but, put him on the radar. Was yeah, yeah. Like, being Wolverine.
1: Like, and in this movie, he truly got to act. Like, yeah. you actually got to see him act. Like, in the other movies, you know, he was just this angry guy and stuff like that. Like, this, he was emotional.
0: Yeah.
1: Him and Charles, like...
0: Absolutely. It was just
1: crazy. It yeah. was like, I felt like I was watching, like, an Oscar-type movie, you know? You guys,
0: out of 10, what would you rate it? Oh, 10.
1: 10 out of 10?
0: I love I that. A, I
1: give it a 10. It was phenomenal.
2: Um, deciding. I I think when I rated it on IMDb, I gave it, like, a 9. Um... Just because the only movies I've given tens are like Toy Story, which is like a staple <laughs> of my childhood, <laughs> yeah. uh, Empire Strikes Back, yeah, and like a, a handful of other things. Um, I think I gave like the first Avengers a ten. Um, first I mean, Avengers
0: deserves that, yeah. yeah most because that, re- that most rewatchable the movie of all time, in my opinion. Anyways, uh, I I think I would I personally would give it a nine. I think it's right up there. As one of the greatest comic, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time, easily. Absolutely. And it's crazy because I feel like we're saying that so often. I feel like each movie, each you know, each superhero movie that comes out has just been, you know, except for Fantastic Four. Except for Fantastic Four, that was rough. That Um, movie hurt my soul. Yeah. So bad. So boys, we're gonna wrap up here because we're we're just coming about an hour, but about up on an hour. I can English. Um, you can okay, so real quick, real quick, real quick, tell me we're gonna go person by person. Tell me, um, let's see. Tell me what you would like to see from the next development for the next installment of the of the X Men universe. Um, if they should reboot, if they should focus on X twenty three, maybe bring back like Sophie Turner and the X Men Apocalypse crew. Tell me what you think about that, and then also tell me your all-time most favorite Wolverine moment, if you got two, that's fine, but all-time most favorite Wolverine moment that's not from Logan, who wants to start? Uh, I'll six, six take Oh,
2: Brady, do you want them? No,
1: you
0: got it. I'll yeah.
2: let you close. This your, is your hero, man. Yeah, yeah, Once let's let like, Brady close. Podcasts, I love I'm it. Closing, right. man. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know.
0: <laughs> that's coming soon. Um,
2: so I'd say uh, this is a really curious case, in my opinion, um, because they, in the span of a year, concluded like this, like both of the trilogies that they had going for them. So this is like, yeah, bl- this whole thing has been blown wide open for them. They can take this in any direction they want to. Um, I personally, I would love to see McAvoy and Fastbender come back because I think that they, yes, um, have exceptionally done, like, fulfilled the, like, roles that um, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart had of those characters. Like, I think they um, both have just, like, absolutely crushed it and, like, kind of made those characters their own as well. Um, Because I never once thought, whenever I saw both of those actors portray those characters, that they were just copying, you know, their older counterparts. Like, I thought they made them, like, their own. And that's what I love. Um, so I would love to see that and I just thought like in Apocalypse like those 90s throwback costumes I would love to see those in action Um, Mm -hmm. I personally think that the X-Men movie franchise has just shit on Cyclops yeah, (laughs) because in the comics he is a badass character and we did not get a lot of that um, in the movies, we saw him enough but like it still did not do him justice Um, like you know, uh anyways, I think that it would not be a bad thing if they like went back to that um because like they're still you know like we were still left off in like the nineteen eighties and that'll they still have like twenty years to make up for like the beginning x men that was in like two thousand, yeah, but they also have this completely new story or completely new characters that they can build with x23 and her like group um of like friends of mutants which could um,
0: turn into x-force
2: yeah and that's absolutely would be like, cool we have no we have no idea and like there's also to mention like they can just keep they can make deadpool movies forever and like everyone just love it um but man i think that like you know i think there's so many X-Men characters that they can use. Like X-Men in itself can like be the Avengers because there's so many characters. Yeah. Um, And that's why I think Fox is just holding on to X-Men so tightly because like they can, they've proven they can hold their own with X-Men. Yeah. Um, They've proven that time and time again. Um, So man, I think it's a really curious case. I personally would love to see McAvoy and Fassbender come back uh, just as like, you know, it's weird to think that like the man, or, like just, what is that, three years ago we had the McKellen um, Stewart come back for their roles and like I would love to see Fastbender and McAvoy do that coming up Absolutely, because um, I just think that, you know, they are just very good um, but man, I'd also, man, like I don't know dude like I would love to see a continuation of what happened after Logan yeah,
0: but I'd also they love can
2: do that. to like get like you know, the like OG character squad, like see what they've been up to for a while.
0: Yeah. So here so my um my hope for the for the X Men future is I kinda hope we, we take a we take a maybe a three two to three year break on the superhero team up films. And this is what I would want. I would want a a Professor X movie with uh, McAvoy, a solo movie mm. like Deadpool and like Logan, a character-driven, small-based Charles Xavier movie. I would love maybe a Michael Fassbender Magneto movie. How cool would a would a villain-based movie be? Especially if Fox uh, is showing cool. that that they can do especially these, these small individual films. I think that would be awesome. Um, that's what I would want the most. And then maybe in a few years start working back into the team up movies um the other the other option i'd want and this is very unrealistic but i kind of just want it to happen because you have deadpool because deadpool can break the fourth wall and do anything and we also have cable (laughs) i would love if deadpool just decided (coughs) to start a new x-men timeline they just reboot everything and and maybe we get a new wolverine you know, maybe they don't introduce Wolverine for a few more years and let you know Hugh Jackman's legacy. You know, mellow a little bit. Um, I would love. I truly. I actually would love a reboot. I. I really would. Uh, but then again, that saying. I think that they could start over with. Um. Or or go. I think they could go back to the young characters like you were saying, Kyle. Um. I think that they can hold on to the actress who does X23 or Laura for a few years and let her get older then I yeah, think let maybe, grow we can, up. maybe we, we can maybe we we can bring in an X-Force movie. I think that Fox has a lot of different ways they can go. Um real quick Kyle cuz we forgot what is your all-time favorite most B A Wolverine moment? Man, I
2: I can't decide because I mean I can I just do my top 2. Yeah, by all means. Okay. <laughs> so uh this one is recent um this is the apocalypse massacre i specifically oh. remember being in the theater with you two and they walked into that room and then they like <laughs> we were all here, together here, here we were in monster Tyler. just like roaring in his little cage just going <laughs> and like, doing that and then like and and then like Jean, just like you hear like the lock click and the door slowly opens, and then Hugh Jackman, no one expected him in that movie, Hugh Jackman Wolverine comes out, and, like, we just got the tiniest little glimpse of what the Logan fights were going to look like. Really? Yeah. We and, really did. Man, the, like, that was, that was just, like, God, and that, like, set up Logan, too, with the end credit scene of X-23, like, yeah. the little, like, vial of his blood. But man, I love that.
0: They didn't didn't pay that off with Mr. Sinister, but oh well. Yeah. That's that's a that's a nitpick I have. That's a nitpick. They still have time, man. They still they do. My um oh Kyle, did you have another one? I did. Please go.
2: So the other one is his very first massacre we see. And that is in X two, which I love X two. I think X two Is Rick? I I see your puzzle. That's a witch massacre on top. I'm thinking
0: about. I'm thinking about an X one. Remember when, or maybe it was X two, when they when they the government invaded the mansion. Is that what you're talking about? Dang, I thought that was X one. Okay, please, please, by all means, I love that part. Finish it off. Finish it off. Okay, dude. X two. I ruined your moment, Kyle. I'm sorry. No, dude,
2: that is absolutely okay. I love X two. I saw X two when I was a wee little lad, and this scene was phenomenal because like that is Wolverine that's the definition of Wolverine in his prime is just going around and like and granted awesome. I wish to god I could see that scene with the special effects we saw in Logan oh. but like yeah that scene would have been monstrous um but yeah it's like that scene like he just blows up this is the first time we ever see him become like the beast that is Wolverine uh, and, and like just become an animal, and that is the first time we've ever seen that. And we knew this will not be the last, yeah. Um, but I love that scene too because, like, that's literally the definition of the best babysitter ever <laughs> because he's literally there with all the little kids, and he really runs around. yeah. Um, and then
0: even I think it's Iceman who comes in and, and saves him from, uh. Dude, all those guys. I
2: loved it so much when they brought back Iceman in Days of Future Past. Oh, that was yes, awesome! Yes, they had it was to. great. Um, and Storm.
0: Well, Kyle, yeah. Kyle, you you hit the head on on X Mansion. That was one of mine. Um, but since you went since you went with the uh, with the X Mansion invasion, I have to go back to the Wolverine, which is uh, which is kind of crazy, but the, his fight on the bullet train, yeah, was one of the most. <laughs> incredible things i've ever seen to this day like i still watch it on youtube there was just so many cool parts where i remember my two favorite parts was remember when like they had to like they would jump over like those beams and like land back i loved it when the the bad guy had his back facing to it and wolverine like pretended to jump and then caught himself and the other guy jumped and he just got splattered like a fly yeah and then and then so logan turns around he like he looks like down train and he sees that guy just chilling there and he just says screw it and he just lets go and he goes boosh and he flies down so fast and just wrecks that guy so bad. Huh. <coughs> and then he drops into the train and he goes up to Marigold or whatever her name is and he goes, we got to go. And it was just like, yeah. oh, man, that was awesome. So that that I think that would have to be my favorite. But that's also not excluding Logan. Logan's got – some of the most incredible Wolverine moments of all time. But, B-Rad, Brady Brady told us in the group text a few days ago that Wolverine was his all-time favorite hero. True. So, Brady, please wrap up Um, this podcast for us uh, with what you want out of the future and your favorite Wolverine moment of all time.
1: Well, what I want out of the future is that, like, I, of course, loved the first-class cast of X-Men. Like, they were phenomenal. Every single one of them. But I also think, like, okay, they have their trilogy. And, yeah. you know, it was it was really, really good. I loved it. But I think they're with it with the X Force. And I hope that's Laura and their group. And it's like they have the same cast and everything. And they just like, start kind of fresh, kind of a reboot, but not really a
0: reboot. Okay, I see what and you mean. And they just
1: go from there, like a trilogy with that or something. I okay. know, of course. I like that's that.
0: Cool. I like that. Freddie, when and, when would you, real quick, when do you? Th- when for you personally is the proper amount of time to wait to recast new Wolverine? Are you fine doing it? Like, what if they came next year and they said we already have another Wolverine?
1: I would. If they did it next year, I would not be okay with that. Kyle, would, would you? No. Kyle, would
0: you be okay with it next year if they recast a Wolverine, or would you mm, want to wait a few years? They need to wait. Okay, I agree yeah. too. Okay, not Brady, enough back enough time, to you. man. Brady, back to you. I
1: say ten years, dude. Like, oh, Whoa, ten such years. Sarcastic. They could do more X Men stuff, but ten crap. years to wait.
0: Ten years, all right, big time. I like it
1: because um, he was too iconic.
0: Okay, bees. What is your all-time favorite Wolverine moment? I I I thought about this for a
1: while. I would have to say my all-time favorite was probably like after he got um like in the it was in the Wolverine after he got that thing out of him and he like his healing factor was back and everything like that. And they had a, the fight with the Japanese dad. Oh, and yeah. they, like, stabbed him. And it st- was going ham. And then his dad, like, the dad stabbed him. And he's like, who, what are you? It's like, the Wolverine. And oh, they just gutted him. Iconic. And I was like, you are the Wolverine. Freaking. So iconic. Oh, that movie was so good.
0: I really did like the Wolverine.
1: That was a really, Same really, director
2: really,
0: really who good. did Logan,
2: too. Yeah, You guys, uh, guys want to know a little fun fact? Always. Always. So... I fully had intentions to go see the Wolverine, and the year it came out, you never uh, saw it. I never saw the Wolverine, guys. Bro, to this day, to this day, I still have
0: not seen it. But look, <gasps> what ha- if yeah, you could I see Brady I's faces right now? You would. Yeah, be yeah really we are shocked. We are Such in a total brilliant. shock. Kyle, um, go know, see, see listen, that movie. Shit. Listen, what are you doing? Okay, listen. Okay, I'm so, listening. Oh, you're right. My little uh
2: so my my friends decided that they wanted to go see the Conjuring. Dang
0: you, Preston. So,
2: <laughs> which I know, man. Preston.
0: Preston Lot. To this
2: day. Still the best scary movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
2: But as the cover, I told my mom that I went to go see the Wolverine. <laughs> Right, because like that's the stereotypical thing you do as a seventeen-year-old. Right. Yes. Um, so of I went course. with my friends to go see The Conjuring, and <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I completely forgot that I actually didn't see The Wolverine <laughs> because <laughs> I told myself that I was like, oh yeah, I saw it that summer, <laughs> and then like I saw some clips what? of like, like uh, I I started watching some YouTube videos and people were talking about like some great Wolverine scenes. And like that, one of them was the bullet train, and I was like, "I do not remember this fight scene at all." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "I never actually wow. saw that movie." <laughs> That's so interesting. I know, wow. man. So like, yeah, I you gotta go I back and watch it soon. I know. I truly believed for a while that I actually saw the Wolverine, and I have not <laughs> seen a second of it. you
0: convinced yourself. How glad, yeah? Maybe and maybe then, like, one day before uh, before camp starts this summer, we can all we can all uh, hang I, out. And I watch have. The have Wolverine.
2: Man, I would love that.
0: Well guys any any last know. comments to, to wrap up this podcast I I, I really oh. think we've we've I mean we have had a great time you know talking about mm-hmm. this this phenoc- I love that that our first movie review is something that we're all so passionate and so so just psyched up about you know I'm yeah. so glad we didn't come here and just say well you know it like an X-men apocalypse type of thing where you know it was all right but oh. this didn't make sense and this wasn't great I love that that Logan truly was a revolutionary movie in the same way that Deadpool was in the same way that civil war was, it was a revolutionary movie. I think to progress, I think that Logan does a great job of bridging movies and comic book movies. I I really think, and I really hope that, you know, it's up for some award consideration, uh, about, you know, this time next year. I I think that would be really cool. And I think it's very deserving of it. So, Props to props to James man- James Mangle for making that movie. Props to Fox for making that movie too. That that was a you know just an, an out-of-this world idea. And we we have to give our biggest thank you to, of course, Hugh Jackman. What mm-hmm. what a stud. Yeah, that that deserves applause. Yeah. Applaud for Hugh Jackman. That um, man
2: that man carried a lot of that franchise. He really uh, did. Oh yeah. Oh, he really, 100%. really, really did. And like even movies like X-Men 3. Really, the the flop X Men movies X three and X Men Origins, like he still gave a good performance. It I was would just... I would
0: still go back and watch Origins right now because I because I, I love Hugh Jackman. I know that no matter how bad the movie is, that Hugh is going to be Hugh, and it's going to be. Did y'all awesome.
2: ever play the X Men Origins video game? I feel. No, like I, I did. heard that was awesome. I feel like that I did. game, I have it on my PlayStation three still. Mm-hmm. That game is. Probably one of the best. Mar- I personally think I have to go back and watch that. And get it. Spider-Man games might take that out, but I think oh, that is a very exceptional, oh, totally superhero video. That video game. But like, Man. yeah,
1: you I heard guys, Deadpool was in that game too, and it was dope. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that
2: that game was a pretty good game.
0: Well. Guys, exactly. we we were aiming for 3045 and and we talked way past that because we had it's so much to say. Classic, and I'm glad classic. we That that is classic Wham. Classic Wham. It's classic Wham. Um guys, any any last any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Um
1: I love this movie. Yeah. So happy how good it's doing. Yeah. And R.I.P. R.I.P. Thank you Hugh. Thank you Brian Singer for 17 years ago yeah. casting Jackman as the straight Wolverine. Up, dude, up. he wasn't
2: first choice either, man. No, he was not. Really? He wasn't oh, even no. second, I want to say. No, dude, he was probably, he was like third or fourth in yeah. the line. That's crazy. Wow. Well
0: maybe I'm gonna I think I'm also, gonna I'm gonna add that into my testimony. Part of my <laughs> testimony is is Hugh Jackman getting cast as Wolverine. Thank dude, you, uh, Jesus. Your...
2: One fun little fact, I guess, for everyone listening. Um, if you go and look that the like like the requirement for an actor to be a superhero, mm-hmm. then as opposed to now, like physical fitness-wise, like if yeah. you look at Hugh Jackman in that movie, he's small. Yeah. Like he, re- like I mean, like he's fit, but like he said, he did not he get what he wanted to be, on un- like physically until The Wolverine. So Crazy. like, like what is that? Thirteen years man, after he was cast, Wolverine. He finally. He was a got, huge
1: jacked man. He, he was a he was huge a jacked, jacked man. man.
0: Brady, you we're are. ending on that, Brady. That was well done. So, guys, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. But, but for anyone who's listening, um, whether you saw the movie or not, thank you so much for listening. We we are so happy you're here. We're so happy to have you um, part part of the Rowdy Radio crew and part of the Wham crew. If you're to this, you are part of the part of the Wham the Whamily. Anybody get me on that so, one? The Whamily. The Whamily. Pending. Okay, patent pending. Absolutely. Well. That about does it for us. Um, be on the lookout. We got we got spring break coming up next week, um, but we are not going to let this Nightwing news go to waste because I know I K- will be ashamed in myself. K- KJ's got something to say for it, so we're not. I will let say that- I will
2: tell everyone I can single handedly talk about that for a full yeah, hour. He can.
0: He can. And, he, and honestly, he might. Honestly, that might be the best. I would see that. I the mean, best but. kind of Brady and I will sit here and we will just be with yeah. we're eating our popcorn, just wow, just right. taking it. Up. It's literally like popcorn. <laughs> so like much i
2: love to talk about. Well, oh.
0: be on the lookout because that's definitely going to get recorded soon, um, man. But we love doing these. We we really are excited to do them. Um, so once again, like we said, like we started out the show. Um, if you have any feedback, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, if you have something to say, if you have a, a crazy Wolverine moment we didn't mention, um, shout those out at us. Shout them out you know, to us in person, me, Brady, and Kyle. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Do whatever you need to do. Um, guys, but thanks so much for being here, Kyle and, Kyle and Brady. Uh, can't do the show without you guys. Thank you for the listeners for being here. And until next time, wham out.